0: Hello, and welcome to the Dilly Trust podcast series, Let's Talk Governance. Today's topic, Increased Risks in the Canadian Cybersecurity Landscape. As of January 2020, the estimated cost of cybercrime in Canada, including both individuals and businesses, was $3 billion. The corporate cybersecurity landscape changed significantly after that due to the pandemic. Prior to March 2020, much of the existing digital security infrastructure was designed to work either in or from a company's physical offices, with only some key employees being given secure remote access through VPNs or other means. There's a common misconception that cloud technology is inherently unsafe because data isn't stored on a physical device which a company has control over. These fears are largely unfounded and are based on media headlines about large scale hacks, which usually happen through successful fake email campaigns. These types of incursions have nothing to do with where the data is stored, but how it is accessed. In many cases, high profile hacks would have happened regardless of where the server was located. Did you know that there are Canadian regulatory changes coming to data privacy laws this year? Data privacy laws are inextricably linked to cybersecurity. A cybersecurity strategy and proper execution are part of the proactive measures necessary to ensure that a business is not hit with hefty fines if it has a data breach. As such, cybersecurity is not just about safeguarding sensitive data, but managing potential regulatory risk. Several data privacy regulations govern Canadian business, But the one to watch out for in 2021 is the new Digital Charter Implementation Act. While it is only in the draft legislation phase as of December 2020, it is due to come into force in 2021. The new act will bring Canadian data privacy laws in line with other countries and jurisdictions, most notably the EU's General Protection Data Regulation, GDPR, in terms of the enormous fines a business will be subject to if a customer's personal data is not appropriately safeguarded and customers are not notified of a data breach. In fact, the new Act imposes fines greater than that of the GDPR, with maximum fines of 5% of a company's global revenue or $25 million, whichever amount is greater. Borden Ladner Gervais LLP has put together an excellent breakdown of how this new law will affect Canadian businesses. In addition, companies will need to use plain language rather than a lengthy legal jargon-filled agreement in order to use personal data. The cybersecurity and regulatory landscape are ongoing challenges that should be taken into consideration when a board helps to guide the creation of its company's cybersecurity strategy for 2021. The 2020 EY Global Information Security Survey found that 34% of surveyed Canadian businesses have not fully articulated their cybersecurity risk, compared with 16% of global respondents. Rather tellingly, 43% of boards at surveyed Canadian businesses cannot quantify cybersecurity risks in financial terms. Now here's a common question you might be asking yourself. What is the exact role of the board in cybersecurity decision-making? In fact, the board's responsibility is to stakeholders and investors and as such is the last stop for risk management. It is up to the board to ensure that the company has a sound cybersecurity strategy, that the strategy is being implemented, and that dollar values are assigned to cyber risk. There are several ways a board can help to work towards that goal and the first step is to form a cybersecurity committee. This can include upper management, the chief information security officer, legal, representatives from IT, and the top cybersecurity experts at a company. Regular presentations of the committee to the board will ensure that the board is always aware of the company's cyber risk exposure. Make sure that metrics are being delivered by the committee which can be included in board reports. These metrics should assign dollar values to cybersecurity risks so that a board has a clear understanding of the numbers, and cybersecurity risk financials should be included in the company's risk management profile. The committee should also be instrumental in the creation of an annual cybersecurity strategy, which is reviewed at each quarter for effectiveness and against established KPIs. That's all for today. Thank you for listening in. We look forward to reading your comments on the subject until next time.